Tom Swarbrick on LBC. It's ten to six, it's Friday, it's Tom Swarbrick here on LBC, and I know you know what that means. For at this time, in this place, ad infinitum, is Simon Marks, American Week. Tom, there is no longer any way for the White House to continue sidestepping the central question on the minds of American voters. Does President Joe Biden have the energy, stamina and mental agility to stay in the job? A new NBC poll this week showed that 76% of the country, fully three quarters of the voting public, question Biden's capacity to serve for four more years in the Oval Office. And the survey was conducted before the latest set of disasters. Right after I was elected, I went to what they call a G7 meeting, all the NATO leaders. I was in I was in the south of England. President Biden speaking in Las Vegas last Sunday, recalling the G7 summit held in Cornwall in June 2021. I sat down and I said, America's back. And Mitterrand from Germany, I mean from France, looked at me and said, uh, said you know, why, why, how long are you back for? The biggest, but by no means the only problem with that answer, Francois Mitterrand, very much the former French president, died in 1996, more than a quarter of a century ago. President Biden meant to refer there to Emmanuel Macron. On Wednesday, the error was compounded at two separate fundraising events. He talked about meetings with Helmut Kohl when he meant to say Angela Merkel. Chancellor Kohl left office in 1998 and died in 2017. There was also an appearance at the White House that raised fresh eyebrows. President Biden struggling to answer a question about efforts to free the remaining hostages held by Hamas in Gaza. It is painful to listen to his response at length. There is some movement, and I don't want to, I don't want to, well, maybe choose my words. There's some movement, there's been a response from the, uh, the, the there's been a response from the opposition, but, um, it, uh, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas, but it seems to be uh, a little over the top. And you heard there a reporter in the room prompting him when he couldn't find the word Hamas. The White House insisted there's nothing to see here. Everyone has occasional memory lapses. And on the Middle East issue, the president was trying to avoid saying anything that might prejudice a deal to free the hostages. But then yesterday... Good day, everyone. We're coming on the air with breaking news. A long-awaited report has just been released about President Biden's handling of classified documents that were found at his home and office. What's getting the most attention, special counsel hers observation that during the interviews, President Biden had a very fractured memory. In interviews they conducted, they concluded it would be difficult to get a jury to convict a quote, sympathetic, well-meaning, elderly man with a poor memory, unquote. NBC, CBS and CNN there with the news that Special Prosecutor Robert Hur had delivered a report that puts Joe Biden's mental agility front and center in the election campaign. Mr. Hur, a Republican who was appointed Special Prosecutor by Joe Biden's own Attorney General, appears to have been shocked by what he saw and heard as he conducted his investigation. Audio tapes of conversations between 
a painfully slow Joe Biden and his ghostwriter seven years ago demonstrated significant limitations regarding his memory. Then face-to-face interviews last October with the president showed Mr. Biden unable to identify in which years he served as vice president and unable within a range of years to identify the date of his son's death. As you know, the special counsel released his findings today about their look into my handling of classified documents. Last night, in a hastily arranged appearance at the White House, the president welcomed the special prosecutor's decision not to charge him, but unloaded on his narrative about the Biden memory. I know there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. I don't need anyone. I don't need anyone to remind me when he passed away. The president said last October his interviews with the special prosecutor's team were conducted right after the Hamas assault on Israel. His attention, in other words, was focused elsewhere. And then a feeding frenzy with reporters kicked off by the president's nemesis, Pete Ducey of Fox News. One of the reasons you were not charged is because, in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad out. is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. <laughs> that's you, uh, that's, you that's my your memory has gotten worse, Mr. No, look, my memory is not good. My memory is fine. Take a look at what I've done since I've become president. None of you thought I could pass any of the things I got passed. How'd that happen? You know, I guess I just forgot what was going on. If voters have concerns about your age, how are you going to assuage them? And do you fear that this report is only going to fuel further concerns about your age? Only by some of you. It got angrier and it got worse. The president threw his staff under the bus, claiming they were responsible for all the classified documents in his home. And he bristled at questions about his determination to stay in the White House until he's 86. For months when you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words watch me watch many me. american people have been watching and they have expressed concerns about your age that is they, your judgment they, that is your is judgment public that is not the judgment concerns. of the press they express concerns about your mental acuity they say that you are too old Mr. President, in December, you told me that you believe there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? What, what is your answer to that question? I'm the most qualified person in this country to be president of the United States and finish the job I started. And there it is, the stubborn insistence that he is indispensable, the only man standing between America and Donald Trump's dictatorship. But unfortunately for him, a man who last night decided to return to the microphones after the press conference seemed to be over to answer one last question about Gaza. As you know, initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. 
He meant, of course, the president of Egypt, not the president of Mexico. In an encounter with reporters that was designed to prove Joe Biden's mental agility, that mistake only raised more questions that will dominate the national conversation for days to come. A panicked White House forced out a doddering, unfit president of the United States for a disastrous press conference to try to clean it up, and it only did more damage. Trump ally Congresswoman Elise Stefanik of New York on CNN last night. His polls are going to go down much further tomorrow based upon that horrific press conference today and its selective prosecution. Because, of course, she says Joe Biden should be facing criminal charges over his mishandling of classified documents, just like Donald Trump. Here's the rub. This was also an awful week for Republicans. They couldn't get out from under their own feet. Donald Trump personally torpedoed an agreement Republicans in Congress brokered with the White House to crack down on illegal immigration. A Republican effort to impeach the Homeland Security Secretary over his handling of the immigration crisis collapsed. And a federal appeals court rejected out of hand Donald Trump's claim that he enjoys immunity from criminal charges that he tried to subvert the outcome of the last election. And yet, Republicans increasingly believe they will win in November, especially if the president stays in the race. At the White House, Tom, they are circling the wagons. But you can't find a single Democrat in this town who privately really believes Joe Biden should continue trying to go the distance. From Washington, D.C., Simon Marks, American Week.